Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you have found us. The podcast about what people would do on their last day on Earth. Will they raid their local Nando's? Steal a Fiat Punto? Tell their boss how they really feel? Or maybe just have a jolly old time with their nan and a shepherd's pie? What would you nutters do with your last day on Earth? Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. I'm a little bit disappointed that no one has referred to me as Styles yet. Has anyone referred to you as Sincere? Be Sincere? Um, no. But I'm going to walk around playing that MJ Cole classic and hope that people just associate it with me and start calling me Sincere. Every time you've texted me this week <laughs> or called me, I'm like, the heck is Sincere? Who is this person? That makes me sound really needy. It's like I'm just calling and texting you all the time. I've got quite a few, not complaints from people, but more than one person has reached out and said, we wish that you would also answer some of the questions that you ask your guests, especially the would you rather questions. And so I've got some would you rather questions for you. You know what's funny? Go on. I've got some would you rather questions for you. Hoi, (laughs) That is cool. That is sick. (laughs) Sincere. Would you rather only be able to watch movies starring The Rock or only be able to watch movies starring Vin Diesel? Well, wait, this upsets me. And you know that this upsets me. Because both of them both of them feature in my favourite franchise. So by stating this, it means that the franchise doesn't exist. Well, it exists. It's just one of them's playing both characters. <laughs> in which case, I'm taking Vin Diesel over the rock. I can't get rid of Dominic Toretto. Can you name one other good film that Vin Diesel been Vin Diesel been in? Can you name one other good film that Vin Diesel's been in? <laughs> All right, film stop. Just in case you didn't hear what I said. <laughs> right, go Would on. Would you rather change gender every time you sneeze or not be able to tell the difference between a baby and a muffin? I'm going to go with gender. What is gender if not a social construct? Facts. But for a second, just imagine you can't tell the difference between a baby and a muffin. I know, that's really scary. That genuinely scares me. <laughs> As a father of, not really a baby, but a small child, <laughs> that genuinely scares me. Would you rather perform at the Super Bowl halftime show or score the winning goal in the World Cup semi-final? What team am I playing for? What, do you want to represent England or do you want to represent Jamaica? I don't know, are you eligible for any other nationalities? Many places, but their teams don't really make it any that far. Yeah, I'll take I'll take that. Especially if it's my dopey football skills that are managing to get us there. Like, that's a lull in itself. For England or Jamaica? Oh, I'm taking it for JA. Sack England. Would you rather sweat mayonnaise or cry vinegar? Sweat mayonnaise. <laughs> Can you imagine the pain of crying vinegar? <laughs> But sweating mayonnaise, just like a fod full of mayo. <laughs> just like mayonnaise taco time on your sweat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be? Would you rather be a super famous songwriter that nobody knows about? Yeah. Or a mediocre 
drummer in a mediocre band. Oh, famous songwriter that no one knows about. You get the pleasure of knowing that everyone loves okay. your stuff, but then you still get like the anonymity and just get to live your life and just be loaded and happy rather than just being like the drummer in Nickelback. <laughs> Shots fired. I love Nickelback. Just kidding. Nobody, Nobody loves Nickelback. Loves Nickelback. <laughs> oh gosh. If you do love Nickelback, please write in and tell us that you love Nickelback. Um, question for you though, because I get what you're saying, being set aside from the spotlight, getting that anonymity. But say for example, you wrote an absolute banger. Yeah. Like say for example, you wrote I will always love you, or you wrote "Let It Be" or "Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody." Would you not want people to know that that was you? Oh no! Well, like I get the fact of wanting a bit of it, um, but no, I think seeing how well it does in like out there is enough to be able to see like other people performing. Because like, I think even when people know that you have written a song, seeing there's something rewarding about other people performing it and making it their own. So I think knowing that so many people like it or like have listened to it have bought it whatever and so many other people have wanted to perform it i think that as a songwriter is like a big enough thing if you were playing any of the characters from mean girls he'd be janice ian <laughs> i'm okay with that it's a strong character she oh mate absolutely i, th- I think i'm more of a katie heron you would think that, but you're Janice. No, but Katie Heron isn't really like that likable. Yeah, I know, but you're like you're more likable, but also you have like that slightly darker. But Janice Ian isn't likable at all. <laughs> Only she Damien is. likes Janice Ian. But that's the point. The ones that do like her understand her and they love her dearly. Just everyone else just is a bit confused by him. And I think that's accurate. <laughs> Just spin, spin them rules, please. <laughs> Can't be dealing with the amount of insults that she got. I think you loved it. Right, today I'm going to surprise you. We've got. I mean, you say you're going to surprise me. I already know what's happening. Fine, ruin my little surprise. Um, well, I've got a husband. Well, I haven't. I'm single, but we've got a husband father, pop vinyl collector, podcaster, a wannabe author, nerd, cosplayer, oh yeah I know it's an ooh isn't it, a kind of baker which I'm intrigued by, a high level comedian and a lover of sleep which I can definitely get on board with. And in the blue corner we've got a master of philosophy, a bachelor of history, husband, aspiring vegan, an adopted brummy, but deficient Oi. guitarist, proficient overthinker, a silky baritone, a cover teacher, and a man with a passionate belief that the Kieran Knightley Pride and Prejudice is better than the BBC TV series. I mean, that's a list. Ladies and gents, please welcome on the amazing hosts of Critics on a Bus, Cameron McIver and Paul Ritalik. Hello. We are here. As you are both Grammys... Is it bus or buzz? Bus. How do we pronounce bus. your bu- your podcast? Bus. bus. I mean, as 
as is apparent, I, I'm like I say, I'm an, uh, an adopted Brummie. Don't sound anything like a Brummie, <laughs> but, but I would say bus. <laughs> no one was expecting that accent <laughs> when you said adopted Brummie. <laughs> um, so, boys, please tell us about your podcast. Uh, so our podcast is a film review podcast. Uh, Cameron and I are best friends. We love uh, films. We talk about them all the time. It's kind of like the the foundation of our friendship, um, uh, as well as communication and love and other things. We get very passionate about films that we like and don't like. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a great fun listen and we sometimes disagree about certain films and that's when it gets that's when it gets really good isn't it Cameron yes no it is really it, it, <laughs> wow. it is really good yeah no it's exciting um it's been difficult in the pandemic because there's the lack of films coming out yeah but we also rank films and some of our most controversial controversial episodes is like we ranked all the pixar movies even though paul hasn't seen them all um oh wow we 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 ranked all we ranked all of star wars all of marvel there there was some of the most exciting and uh why do i feel like this is going to be the end of our podcast and adrian's just going to jump ship and come and join you lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah so don't know about you guys but i'm not actually recording this is more of an audition (laughs) um for me <laughs> um what's um what's one movie opinion that the other person oh. shares that you can just not jump on board with oh well I'll, I'll i'll start us off there is there is one film that i absolutely love that started off our kind of disagreement um you know about films beforehand before this film we we agreed on everything or at least pretended like we agreed on everything but but this film split us um and uh this that film was actually arrival the uh sci-fi film featuring uh amy adams jeremy renner uh, no 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 okay so i think that arrival is genuinely one of the best films ever made certainly one of the best films of the past 20 years I, I me, I have a deep passion for it. For a second. It's just a... And and ca- as you can tell by his rude interruptions, uh Cameron does not share that opinion. Um and it deeply worries me. Um so that's that's one from my side. There are a few on Cameron's side though that are the reverse. Um I mean most recently we have a massive disagreement over Tenet. Um oh, yeah. the Christopher Nolan movie, who is, you know, one of the most gifted directors of an age and was is is paul um, and paul thinks because he's not because he's not clever enough to understand tenet that it's not good (laughs) so (laughs) yeah this just got really awkward sorry (laughs) sorry to bring this animosity to your uh your podcast sorry we'll we'll we'll... no (laughs) we're we're, we're very passionate people and so um even it, yeah. it just it spills over and this but you know that's the passion that makes the podcast amazing we get we we get really into it and get really passionate and no no punches are held back yeah. but tenet was a, a royal waste of time so <laughs> yeah. i mean rochelle predicted that um our pod was going to end today maybe it's going to be yours <laughs> oh, goodness me. Oh, that is um, funny I haven't seen Tenet yet, so I can't give you my opinion on it. However, Arrival, I don't agree with either of you. Um, I didn't think it was trash, 
but I would never call it one of the best films ever. Amen. I thought the ending was really lazy, where Jeremy Renner and Amy Adams are actually a couple and they had a baby and they lost a bit. I thought that was a bit... Uh, really? Um, but it was a little bit boring. I'm going to have to revoke that thing I said earlier about how you and I might be really good friends, Adrian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, unfortunately not. Um, No, I'm on on the fence. No, that's all right. That's right. That's perhaps we should have a we should have a podcast where you come on and we both present our cases for arrival you perhaps rewatch it and then we see if because we can I don't, sway you I don't want to rewatch it that soon to be no. honest with you <laughs> no i don't think rewatching it at all is actually an option because this is a film i have seen whoa rochelle yeah, has seen a film best... i have seen a film <laughs> we're definitely going to have them on to review their favorite films but not arrival because ain't nobody got time for no. that well it's no one's favorite film We've come to the part of the show where we ask each guest to bring in something to uh, impress Rochelle and I. We've had some pretty controversial entries. We're excited for this double whammy. Also, we still I still want a theme tune for this. So if anyone wants to write one, feel free, send mm. it in. We might use it. Um, we've asked you to bring in your weirdest subscriptions. So you obviously don't have to bring in the subscription, but we want to know what they are. Um, so, who's going to go first? Cameron, please please go first, because I feel like I struggled so much to come up with something for this. Uh, so This was genuinely so difficult, because I'm, streamed, I'm subscribed to streaming services, and probably one other thing, which is going to be... Everyone's going to go, oh, of course Cameron's going to bring something like this in. So, I've already guessed what it might be, and I'm yeah. so excited. So, so, let me just... I've brought, I brought, first of all, I brought a box. It's a, it's a wooden box with a nice... Little clasp. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared of what's inside. It's like a hand or something. What was what was burned on the top of it, Cameron? Um as you can see. It's this is a this is a <laughs> it's a lightsaber. Because I'm subscribed to um <clears throat> a lightsaber combat class course company. Um and I I I train in the art of of sword fighting with lightsabers. And so this is just one of my lightsabers this is my wedding lightsaber by the way um, of course it is <laughs> like so, of yeah. course it is <laughs> yeah an excellent yes. wedding it was yes so <laughs> this yeah so this is one of this is the, the lightsaber in the box i thought looked the most fancy so i bought that in today because i'm subscribed to lightsaber combat hashtag google sport <laughs> i think that is genuinely like i genuinely think that's cool like i really do i really do thank you thank you I've also seen you fight with lightsabers, and it is pretty impressive. Yeah, well, I mean, all the groomsmen at my wedding had lightsabers as a gift as well. So, um, you know, Paul Paul can attest to that. I can. Were they different colours? Uh, yeah, they were also different styles. So each one had their each groomsman had their own individual style and um, colour and blade. I just thought they were all green. No, Paul got purple. Um, oh. someone got blue. Someone got green. Someone got like teal. Okay. I thought they were all blue and green, ah. so I missed out on the purple ones. Yeah, Paul had purple. Well, best man, you know, certain privileges afforded. Uh, yeah. Fancy. Here we go. This is uh, this is going to add to my uh, audition tape. <clears throat> Did you know why Samuel <laughs> L. Jackson had a purple lightsaber in Star Wars? Because he asked for it. But do you know why? Because he wanted to be able to be individually identified. Oh, okay, um, fair enough. In life <laughs> Trying to outfilm the film Meisters. Come on, come on. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't know. Why Why did he have a purple lightsaber, Adrian? It's because... 
He's a big fan of aubergines. <laughs> Bit of film trivia there that we didn't know. There we go. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson loves aubergines. Right, Paul. Oh, dear. Okay, so so this, I racked my brain over this for so long and I just, I genuinely don't have a good answer. So this is the best I could do and please edit this out if you need to. So I thought, subs- nope. I, took, I took the term subscription really broadly because genuinely I do not give monthly money to things other than like contact lenses and um, utility bills, like literally like that's it. So I thought Netflix? if we can count... Do you have Netflix? Uh, n- uh yes and we pay for our own account um yes <laughs> so, um, you're one of those but, again, <laughs> but, but netflix doesn't kind of count as like weird you're asking for weird so i thought if i can if i can if i can do youtube subscriptions if i can if i can take subscriptions that broadly i am subscribed to a number of asmr channels now do we know what asmr oh. is Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes <we do. laughs> I'm gonna tap my microphone for you. Oh, uh, that's that's very pleasing unto me. So, um, no. So, so for those who don't know, um, uh, ASMR is um is a reaction that that the brain and, and and the back of the spine gets to certain noises, certain gestures, certain things, and it can sound very very weird to those who do not uh, experience it. So generally kind of soft um, kind of sounds, tapping, um, the rustling of paper um, can kind of stimulate this almost sort of like high in the back of your head. Um, And I didn't know what ASMR was until much later in life, but I always used to love going to the optometrist. I would get this sort of like high from like that kind of like sort of personal attention and the light shining in your eyes. I would come out with like this massive dopamine release whenever I'd leave the optometrist. And then I found out later in life that this was ASMR. So I'm subscribed to a number of ASMR YouTube channels. Um, I feel like that that qualifies as weird, right? That's That, that fulfills the criteria. I mean, it's definitely weird. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know people that like listen to ASMR videos, but being subscribed to a channel is a step. Oh, did I say? D- did I say a channel? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow! You've got a number, number of different ones with different specialities. <laughs> okay, interesting. By a number, feel free to try and put a number. Do you know on what? This. I How didn't. Many? I didn't look this up. I can think of three off the top of my head. There are potentially more. Um, so, so yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, is this is this like a a dirty little secret that you're this. revealing to to the world now? Do you know what? Maybe I. I it, First, I'm here. It doesn't, <laughs> it, it doesn't strike me as 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 kind of dirty or something to hide. It's just kind of like a. a, a it seems <laughs> weird to those who do not experience it. Um, but those of us that do, um, it's it's a pleasing um, afternoon treat if you if you want it. You know? <laughs> I love the fact it doesn't strike you as something to hide, but no one's heard, like no one knew that you did this. <laughs> there's there's that. Like you have been hiding it. Definitely weird though. First of all, you said that you really enjoyed going to the optometrist when you were younger, and now you know why. <laughs> and then you describe them as treats, <laughs> which. <laughs> To me, suggests a deeper-rooted, uh, I don't want to say problem. <laughs> Obviously, I, d- I don't know the situation. 
Um, <laughs> but anyway, let's let's get to rating. Rochelle, <laughs> we'll start with Cameron first. Right. Let's start with. It came in a wooden box. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Out of five, I'm giving you ten. Yes. A full overachievement <laughs> of anything that I could have asked for. <laughs> this is the best thing that I've heard. I will give you pictures of the box as well, so you can post that if you want. Um, I'll give you pictures of uh, me enjoying some ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're public consumption. <laughs> they do not need to be distributed oh, on any platform or channel. <laughs> Why are you covered in honey roasted ham? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, five points to Cameron. I feel like we've really shot ourselves in the foot by giving hands. Uh, 10 points but even if we hadn't given hands 10 points like the fact that you are a member of what sounds like the illuminati but with lightsabers is (laughs) really cool (laughs) right rochelle the optometrist lover (laughs) weird subscriptions it's the fact that you're subscribed to so many of them but also asmr is quite popular i'm going for a four. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a five because you literally brought in what we asked you to bring in, which was right. a weird subscription. And mm. you are subscribed to the channel, which is a subscription. So five. Not as good as the Lightsaber Academy, unfortunately. Well, according <laughs> to Rochelle. Um, but still a nine, which is... Uh, Oh, what I are they playing that. for, Rochelle? They are playing for a Subway voucher or a brand new second-hand Toyota Prius cough. Um, so, you know, you're in the running. <laughs> it's a really exciting prize. Which one would you choose? I mean, uh, we already have a Toyota that we're very devoted to, um, so uh, it would have to be the Subway voucher. <laughs> of course. I mean, in that case, I'll take the car then because <laughs> I could always do with a second car. Both in the field of work. No, so. sorry, guys. You have to share it. Um, so obviously, you're coming on as a duo, so you have to share the price. I'm afraid we could get a romantic footlong together, Cameron. Come on, let's. Yeah, uh... You're you're an aspiring vegan, and I'm not sure I want I want like a meatball. They, they do vegan. They, yeah, quite well. We could split it. You could do half of yours. You can split them in half. Half meatball, half. Uh... Right. Yeah. But we could have a car. I feel like you two are going to break up. We could have a car just for us. Yeah, a car, so and then we could get like lives cr- not critics on a bus stickers on the side of the car, and yeah. uh, have it be our kind of critics mobile. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, we'll take we'll take the car. We'll take the car. The horn can be a lightsaber turning on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So actually, I'm glad that you uh, shared with us these uh, two subscriptions because it's a perfect segue into telling you that the world is about to end and you need those skills that you just mentioned. I think one of you is better off. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. You're right. I I would certainly enjoy that last day more than Cameron. I'll say it. It's true. (laughs) How is the world ending? Um, it, would ha- it just has to be zombies. It has to be zombies. I'm sorry. Like, that's just... It- Again, I- I'm feeling like I'm being super generic and, and boring here, but, but, but just ha- yeah, just has to be. Has to be zombies. 
the real the reality is that me and Paul have thought far too much about how to survive a zombie apocalypse for it not to be a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> We've trained for this, so it would have. We've spent to, hours yeah. talking and discussing plans, so we're ready for the end of the world. Yeah. Whereas I think what's going to happen is the end of the world film for you two is going to be a comedy <laughs> rather than the action film that you've had planned and it's going to be a case of you're planning for a zombie apocalypse and then it's anything but that yeah yeah be a meteor or something stupid wouldn't it? are we talking world war z zombies are we talking walking dead zombies Shaun of the dead zombies Walk, walking walking dead walking dead zombies walking dead they're, they're, yeah sure yeah, yeah. And and even though this will be a genuine end of the world scenario, they have to be just just ever so slightly unrealistic enough that you can tell that they are people in makeup. But that kind of just adds to the adds to, adds to the feel of it. So have we just have we just hired people to end yeah. the world for us? Like... It's just like one of those Halloween situations when you run into a maze, but the world's ending. Something like that. Something like that. Right. Okay. So the world is ending. Because a bunch of people decided to dress up like zombies. Yes, yeah. And but they they got they're really method, so they got really into it. So they're eating people. They are genuinely uh, so eating people. It's like people. the purge. They're biting people. Right. So these people so aren't really more. dying. They've just got chunks no, missing. It has to be real, otherwise killing them isn't <laughs> worth it. Okay, fine. Real zombies. It has to be real zombies. Real zombies. Real zombies. Okay, real zombies. Fine. Yeah, makes killing them easier. Obviously, with your fan base we want to make sure that they um end their last day with any questions that they may have about you about the podcast about anything um answered and so we've compiled a few questions from them um and we're just going to steal you away for a little bit but the first thing that they want to know is what movie soundtrack are you listening to on repeat on the last day and if you say arrival I will end this call. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had, I, I had as kind of like a, because I have my main one, and then I had a kind of second, second place honourable mention in it, and it was um, a a piece, but it's not like the piece isn't necessarily from Arrival. It's it predates Arrival. It's called On the Nature of Daylight. It's a beautiful piece. It's a piece that plays at the end when she finds out about. So it is Arrival. Actually, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. But but that's my kind of that's kind of my my option option mm-hmm. B. My my option A. My my number one option. And again, I'm I, I feel like I'm just being boring and generic here. And I wonder if Cameron's put the exact same thing. He very well might have. But it just it has to be Lord of the Rings just has to be um and in particular it has to be both uh, may it be by enya and into the west um i feel like those are just such perfect kind of um kind of dying songs you know kind of you know leaving this world um elegantly and um and 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 so yeah and i would also listen to other elements of the soundtrack too but but it just it has it has to be lord of the rings that that closure that you get from that that soundtrack particularly in return of the king is just it's 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 second to me i mean so, you described yourself um, as basic had i described myself as basic and then given my uh, music options it would have been maybe like dua lipa ed sheeran <laughs> not enya <laughs> like had you said i feel like my taste is a little bit 60 year old ish and then you said Enya I would have been like yeah fair enough he's true to his roots <laughs> I feel like the philosopher in a tweed jacket is coming through one of my favourite Christmas songs is Enya <laughs> mate who have we got on 
Um, so, so yeah, no, I, I think, I think that would, that would, it would just, it would just have to be. It would have to be. I, surely, surely, you know, you, you feel that as well. Surely, Rochelle and Aidan, you, you, you would feel that pull of, of the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, and, and in particular, the, the credit songs and the kind of ending songs. As I don't think I've watched one of the Lord of the Rings films in its entirety because I'm just like they were just too long. Cameron, Cameron, calm down. Cameron, Cameron, you've 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 angered him now. <laughs> I saw his eyes. I saw it in his eyes. He went straight William Wallace. <laughs> okay, I want to hear Cameron's and then I'll give you my opinion on what I think is a good movie soundtrack. I mean, I'm not saying that the Lord of the Rings is not a good movie soundtrack. It's an incredible piece of music um but yeah go on cameron so okay okay along with christopher nolan i think one of the 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 geniuses of this planet is Hans zimmer yes and he he creates just some of the most iconic sounds of of all time and so it i mean if it, it's not the collective works of Hans zimmer because that's not a movie soundtrack i would i would actually put it as inception because Inception has those really kind of calm, serene moments, but also those really kind of action-packed things. Because, you know, Inception's part of it. It's all about accepting, you know, things like death and all this kind of stuff. So I think Inception for me would be, would be the perfect soundtrack for my last day on Earth because it's just, it's so powerful and cerebral. I love this. Yeah. And I'm going to really... <clears throat> I think I now understand the difference between my taste in films and all of your taste in films. Wait, before you say that, Rochelle, before you say that, please, because I think when you heard movie soundtrack, I think you and I were on the same wavelength. Yes. These right, guys okay. went These guys went for orchestra oh, no. and, like, epic movie soundtrack, yeah? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, right, what movie soundtrack would I listen to on my last day as I'm driving? If I, yeah, as I'm driving around and trying to get everything done, not get stuff done, but <laughs> so as sound I like you're like doing your shopping. Like... What do I listen to? <laughs> Mate, honestly, I need to do my groceries. Oh yeah, errands. But like, I was thinking of the top three. You've gone Lord of the Rings and Inception, and I went Dallas Buyers Club, <laughs> um, the Walter Mitty soundtrack. And Mean Girls. Walter Mitty is yes. strong. Walter Mitty is, is strong. Yes. We'll give you that. That's, yes. a, that's, a, good, that's a good choice. <laughs> yeah, Walter Mitty is a that's good choice. That's genuinely what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, first of all, Forrest Gump, the soundtrack is incredible. Mm. Fair. Right? Uh, Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Art strong. Strong. Overrated. <clears throat> what? What? Sorry. Who said that? Who said, who said that? Can we? <laughs> right, we're definitely editing Paul out of this episode. <laughs> Cameron I'm guest nice stars person, on but... uh, Last Dinner. <laughs> and then something like, maybe like the Juno soundtrack. Oh, such a good soundtrack. I know, that's what I was thinking when I said movie soundtrack. I mean, I am I completely agree with you. Hans Zimmer oh. is just all-time favourites. Like, he's just incredible. From Frankfurt, Germany. Whoop, whoop, shout out. But yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking more, I guess, yeah. You know what, Rochelle, we're basic. We're, <laughs> we're just no, to be basic fair, to be people. Fair. I think people probably were more aligned with you two. Like, I, I, I live my life with like movie soundtracks in my head, but they're all orchestral soundtracks. That's so confession. This is the music I grew up with. I like my parents taught me about like David Bowie and Creed and and you know all that kind of stuff. But like when I fell in love with music, it was listening to soundtracks from films. But they were all like Inception style soundtracks, and so that's where my like, my passion for music came from. 
So, 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 how about if if Cameron and I were to try and think um, more kind of basic? Um, what, 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 what might we uh, go for we as, as, I, as a kind of as a kind of because because my, my immediate thought went to uh, Baby Driver. Um, oh, see, now, yeah. now you're talking. Are we talking? Now now? You're talking. Okay, there you go, there you go. So I I, I think Baby Driver. I think that would be that would be strong. Um, Oh, sorry, you already said Anya, and you're sticking with Anya. <laughs> I can't betray Anya. I, we've gone from I can't betray Anya. Anya to baby driver. <laughs> I still can't even deal with that. I think I'm really basic, so I'd listen to Anya. On that <laughs> no. no, my basic and your basic are definitely different. Um, but uh, side right. note, Rochelle. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Look at us being on the same page. Look when at usually, us. usually we are. Look at us. Look at um, us. Usually we're so on the wrong page. <laughs> we're so basic. We've united over that. But what I want to ask is: Is there a secret that you've been keeping from your co-host that you would reveal on your last day? So basically, I want to try and drive a wedge between you, or maybe bring you closer together. Who knows how this is going to go? By the looks on your faces, I have no idea because you have both gone red. Okay, okay. So I, I, I genuinely only have one secret. I only have one secret from Paul, oh, nice. and this, this is the only one. So this is like, this is cleaning the slate on the uh, <laughs> on the last day. So, um, Paul, Paul's very competitive. Okay, he's super competitive, and um, regardless with who it's with, right? If you're in, an, if you're in uh, a sporting activity, he is massively competitive, and uh, so much so that he will he will blame, um. Things such as poor contact lenses on the day. Um, I genuinely did anything. have a blurry contact lens the one time that we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> when he was when he was visiting recently, um, he was playing my PlayStation. We were playing Formula One twenty twenty twenty, um, of which Paul is atrocious at, um, but getting better with some practice, um, and and uh, <laughs> and I I've played it since. I've played the game or racing games since like 2004, 2005, since I was like 10, I've been playing racing games. Um, but he raced me and he he lost massively. I think I lapped him like four times in five laps. Where are you but... going with this? I don't know where, <laughs> where's the secret so, here. <laughs> you just so breathe the... through it. It's like an episode of Trish where I feel like I need to mediate. You'll have your chance. It's okay. So the only secret I have, truth. the only secret I have is in the game, there is genuinely a go faster button, which I haven't told him about. <laughs> And like they've been practicing by doing time trials, and I would set a time for them, and they'd have to like compete it. But I would be using the the go faster button called the DRS button, and they have no idea. So when they could never beat me, is because I was genuinely setting way faster laps because wait 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 Cameron 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 let me just provide some more context here so 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 whenever I was doing time trials on this thing no no I I am Uh, whenever I was okay whenever I was doing time trials on this thing on on the straights on the straights I'd be like well I'm flat out right now but the ghost of Cameron's car from the previous thing is going quicker than me that just how does that even work and i would be saying this out loud my wing opens and then (laughs) that's disgusting i didn't i didn't think you'd be able to handle the the dexterity of the controller by pressing an extra button disgusting yeah that's that's the only thing i've had from paul (laughs) it's off my chest now here we go (laughs) wow wow um it's okay paul we'll give you a moment i'm i'm yeah that's 
anything you are feeling now is fully it's okay oh, all feelings are valid the thing you said about driving a wedge between us i mean that was truly prophetic that's that is but the thing is now you know i do know so next time you go around to play you can ask about the <laughs> well, button and still lose there won't be a next time because you know it's the last day on earth so yeah why would you just yeah. drop that on me on the last day so i'd rather you just kept that to yourself <laughs> I could have died blissfully, you know, uh, that is, that's a hard, that's a hard, that's a bit of pill, that is. I've, I've been having an internal debate since I got this question, because there is one thing that I feel like I shouldn't share, um, but I feel like for, for listeners and, you know, for the juiciness and the controversy, I, I probably should just share it. Cameron may remember, he's got a good memory, maybe he doesn't remember. We were walking home uh, the one time. We used to live uh, in this uh, palace with some other guys called The Mill. It was in Birmingham, finest Birmingham accommodation. Um, and this was this was before FSY. And uh, Cameron and I, ashamed, like, we, I, I'm a... This is a bit of a laddish thing for us to do, and we're not particularly laddish individuals. Um, but we may or may not have gotten up on Cameron's iPad... Um, the people who were going to be at FSY. Um, and are you remembering this, Cameron? What's what's FSY, just for those who don't know? <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Yes, of course. This is a, this is a kind of convention for youth um, uh, through uh, uh, the church, which is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, and older people, people kind of 18 plus um, and uh, whatnot, they help out. They're what, what are called counsellors uh, for this kind of event, this convention. And Cameron and I were both going to going to be counsellors for this. Uh, are, are you remembering this, Cameron, or am I? Carry on. Okay, yeah, he definitely is. <laughs> and so we decided just just a little bit, just to have a look at the female counsellors, um, just in case there was any potential. We were both very single individuals at the time. Um, and someone that caught both of our eye is the person that Cameron is now married to. Um, uh, but I say caught both of our eye ever so slightly. Um, so, so yeah, so we, we, we both kind of in that moment were like, oh, like, yeah, like she's all right. And I couldn't remember if he remembered or whether he can remember that I also thought, uh, no, okay, he couldn't. But uh, but yeah. So if you want to spin that as I used to have a thing for your wife, that would be way overdoing it. You, that's be way overdoing it because that's not uh, what it was. It was a it was a fleeting um, uh, <laughs> a fleeting uh, five second interest. But but it's always kind of stuck with me, and I've I've never I I I I think Cameron had either forgotten that or um, for all you uh, for all you single lads out there who really want to impress a lady, um, just you know look her in the eye and say I had a five second fleeting thing for you <laughs> that's that's a that's a way to a girl's heart <laughs> it's 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 really not and feel free to not confess to oh you know what I've already stalked you because that's always actually just a bit creepy yeah that side of the story is um is uh I think I told her after we got married or she might have forgotten so oh, when after, she listens when she you got married yeah when she listens this might be new information <laughs> so, to her so, so, so this so could be an interesting interesting that, so you locked it in forever so it, and then so it's my wife that we need to worry about <laughs> in this situation then is it yeah. so okay yeah. but but like but to be fair our wives already know they're the third wheel in our relationship so that's right. that is true there is one romance that takes precedence over over all others yeah. so, the cinema um <laughs> sort of yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so if 
your last day was made into a film, who would you want to play you in this film? Who would play your co-host? And what would the genre on the, of the film be? Okay, can I take this one first? Because I'm, I'm very pleased with my okay. answer. And I feel like I, I, I put a lot of thought into this one. And I feel like it's it's really strong. It's really strong. Okay, so... So that means there's been no thought in your other... <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you saw my notes. You saw my extensive notes, colour-coordinated. Um, but, uh, but okay, so the, the genre would be... It would be sci-fi, okay? Be sci-fi. It would be sort of... It would be like a pensive sci-fi, kind of like um, a certain... Uh, pensive film about um, alien spaceships coming down to Earth and Amy Adams and Jeremy. Oh, no, but genuinely, genuinely, I would want it to be a pensive. first. <laughs> it would be. It would be. But listen, listen up. So it would be a pensive sci-fi, nope. wherein Cameron and I were the last people left in this sort of um, future, kind of technologically advanced on this future technical technologically advanced planet and and the only people in the film would be us two and it would be heavily heavily kind of dialogue based and it would be us kind of reminiscing on certain things and it would be a very kind of personal film i myself like a so, like a sci-fi broke back mountain <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that far <laughs> We'll let we'll let audience interpretation um, do do what it needs to do there, but no, no, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> no. So so I think I think that would be the genre. That would be you know that would be kind of the the feel of the film. I myself I don't want to flatter myself here because this isn't about the looks, but I feel like in terms of who I feel would do a good job at playing me, kind of you know. Um, bumbling nice charming british gentleman type thing not to flatter myself um i i would love to be played by eddie redmayne if if i could um i feel like you know he's kind of i he, he could and he's also a very good actor either way so if he needed to act a bit more that, that would be fine um so that's what i would like for myself and then for cameron um i would i would be feeling a, a james mcavoy james mcavoy with a beard um, I feel could could do a pretty good Cameron, and it would be them two kind of conversing um, in this sort of um, dystopian-ish future. I would I would genuinely watch. I'm that. glad. I'm glad. I would cool. watch it too. I feel like it would be a pretty yeah pretty good film. Very good, Cameron. You know, I actually had for myself. I had James McAvoy as well for myself. Look at so. that. We didn't <laughs> even clearly, coordinate on that. That's clearly. <laughs> Look at that. That. Yeah, we have, that's the one question we haven't talked about. And so that's that's a genuine... Um, so yeah, James McAvoy would be... I would I would probably choose uh, Michael Fassbender for Paul oh. as well. Um, wow, I'll take that. I'll take that any yeah. day. Uh... So, so McAvoy and Fassbender reunite for, for our movie. Um, and it would be... It would be... Um, it would be kind of like... Uh, it would be an apocalypse-style zombie film. It would be, um, but quite like a hard kind of real gritty flick. Um, it'd be set in England, so a lot of you know. Cause see, the problem with like some of the other films is there's too many guns available in these countries, and so this would be like all about improvisation. It wouldn't be like a comedy, um, like some other popular British zombie movies um, that there are around. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, like but killing it, it, zombies it, with a packet of knobs. Yeah, no, hey, they are sturdy biscuits. Yeah, they they're also the best biscuit, by the way. Dark chocolate hob knobs, the best, the best biscuit there uh, is. That's a shout, isn't it? Um, 
So yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I would set, but I would, I would set it. I'd make it really kind of almost like kind of period. I'd make it in Scotland in kilts. We got claymores, um, fighting in the Highlands against waves, just chopping them up. Um, yeah, I'd kind of like a almost like a, a medieval zombie movie in Scotland with McAvoy and Fassbender, um, tearing up, <laughs> saving, free, freeing humanity goodness me um you two have alluded to the fact that you have had discussions separate to the podcast about if the world were to end by zombie apocalypse how are you going to do it and everything else in a zombie survival scenario who actually lasts the longest and why like first of all we're, we'll 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 be fine for a little while paul paul is physically in a better condition than i am yeah all right <laughs> he is he genuinely is a better condition than i am the but the thing about it is I will survive longer. First of all, I have less intolerances than him, so I can eat more things. And I eat less, so I'm more sustainable for a society. But also, Paul will die because he will get caught up in the moral and ethical ambiguity of killing zombies, especially if he knows them. Whereas I, just going to kill you, if we're running away from zombies, you've got three seconds to get up if you fall down, otherwise I'm leaving you to die. Like, three seconds I mean, are you like literally counting as well like someone falls down like, no like you fall down pick you up you fall down again drop your carry on like there's there's no time in a zombie apocalypse to be sentimental my my wife is included in my plan if she survives <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i I'm, I'm more than happy just if you get bit chop your head off done you're gone. Like, there's no saving these people. You survive the fist, and you're gone. You're gone. So straight up. I have to interject here. I just have to interject here and just quickly give my answer because I clearly don't know Cameron as well as I thought I did. Do you know what my answer was? Genuinely, I have it written down here. I can send you the notes. I said that Cameron and I would be both be too kind and too gentlemanly, and we would <laughs> we would just say to each other, "No, no, no, uh, you go, no, you go," and then we would both get eaten at the same time because we would just that love for each other and that bond and that gentlemanliness would mean that it would just you know. And, and Cameron comes in with his Cameron's Darwinistic, like, nope. just brutal kind of end of the world philosophy, and turns out. It would be me saying, no, you go. And he would just go. All right, then. And then I would die. (laughs) (laughs) You think you know... Are we best friends, Paul? You think you you know a person. You think you know a person. Oh, my. I mean, I I I don't know. Do people... I mean, what do you guys think? Do you... you, Would you get caught up? If you... Especially in his own pockets. If you saw, say, for example, the most extreme case, your mum as a zombie coming towards you, what would you do? Would you kill her? Would you say, would you say, I can't do Take it, chance. I'm sorry, or would you, what would you try and do, or just let her eat you? I feel like I'd just probably, like, keep him in a cupboard or something. See, no, yeah. that's, I'd leave you now, I'd, you'd be gone. Like a Furby. Out of, out of the herd. Like a fur, like a Tamagotchi. <laughs> Every now and again, just giving them something. See how long you can keep them alive. Yeah, or like a Shaun of the Dead situation, where they're just 
<laughs> where I teach them how to play PlayStation, but not teach them where the fast button is. <laughs> uh, that's what I would do. <laughs> wow. Wow. Do you know what? Coming back to Cameron's point about me being too philosophical about the whole thing, a thought that did kind of occur to me when he was talking about the mother thing, I was like, wouldn't it be awfully poetic if I allowed my mum to eat me because she gave life no. to me and now I'm giving life to her? No. You know, like like a sort of full circle of life type. No? Um, no? See, this is why I would survive longer. <laughs> like that, that thought right there. Because my thought was, kill her. <laughs> my mum was a zombie coming towards me. Boom. Head off. Clean. <laughs> if, if the news broke out right now that uh, there was a zombie apocalypse, Paul, mate, Cameron's going straight for your mum. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> like, not even waiting for it to become a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's end on a positive um, and by talking about something that I think we can all mutually agree that we love. And that is the uh, making of sci-fi Brokeback Mountain. I think we all want to see it. Um, no. What would be not just your last meal on Earth, but your dream movie meal? I'll take this one. I'll go first. So, so um, firstly, what it would not be would be Bruce Bogtrotter's chocolate cake from... Matilda that scene I don't know if I, I still cannot watch I think that is one of the most disgusting scenes in all of cinema regarding relating to food not even just like one slice for no, dessert no no seconded by the steward of Gondor eating his cherry tomatoes while Pippin sings that would also no don't want those movie meals what I would want I could literally hug you right now that scene <laughs> makes me sick every yeah, single time awful. I watch it <laughs> when like the pit falls down oh so not those sorry you were said we need to end on a positive note and i've clearly just ruined that but um (laughs) no but we love it so i would you're bringing it i would go for i would go for the ratatouille served to film critic anton ego from the film ratatouille at the very end that reminds him of his childhood so basic be quiet so (laughs) i'm done with you pipe down Uh, villain so yeah that film I think is is moving in very kind of deep ways and I don't think it's appreciated as it should be. I think it's it's it should be up there with the toy stories and the incredibles and whatnot that, that people kind of love and follow. But but Ratatouille has slipped under the radar for some people and it, it it's very sad that it has. Um and so yes, the Ratatouille that is presented to the film cricket critic at the end of that, that is the the warm, you know, um loving meal that i would i would want to i would want to eat um you good with a rat cooking your food uh you know i think you've missed the whole point of the film there and i find that very <laughs> kind of uh disrespectful to uh to the rat um and so i will ignore that comment cameron uh on di- <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's still they had to have a rat teach them how to cook like they couldn't season their food like that's it says a lot doesn't it <gasps> is this like is it a metaphor for British people <laughs> yeah because they don't season their food it's just salt and pepper right Cameron whose mum are you eating <laughs> I'm not a cannibal right? I just kill them I don't eat them he's um, like mm, silence of the lambs <laughs> um, so I mean I called up Paul out for being basic but I'm even going more basic than Paul so my I mean I, I don't trust you two when it comes to basic <laughs> after hearing I'm really basic I'm going to listen to Wenya <laughs> 
So, so I, I couldn't think of a film that had my favorite food, which is a d- double bacon cheeseburger. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't think of one of those. So I could, I, I was trying, trying really hard. What film has a good double bacon cheeseburger? And I couldn't think of it. Um, I'm still on the hunt for. Anyone got any recommendations for burgers, by the way? Because I'm on the hunt for the best d- double bacon, bacon cheese. So, Pulp Fiction. Uh, pulp. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't think of it. So. <laughs> my 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 is actually the uh, the the Hogwarts feast. Um, so because it's a buffet, you've got everything you want there. Although I admit, I've never seen a burger in the Hogwarts feast, so I'm not sure it was everything you mm. want. It's all like but... medieval food, isn't it? No, if you look at like Harry Potter five or Phoenix, he's eating. I'm like, just gonna leave breakfast food. Oh, okay. So it's not all medieval food. It's normal. <laughs> Why are you guys so disappointed with that answer? I think that's a great answer. Because you're like um, massive movie buffs. <laughs> and we were expecting something like amazing. Like we were, I don't know. Like I'm not I saying mean, that I your answers weren't that amazing. Harry Potter is a very popular franchise and people will think that's amazing. Yeah, um, and it's basic. I thought I mean, you were going to say, say, I, did I say watched... I did preference my answer. I think Harry Potter is more basic than Ratatouille, if I can just slip that in there as well. I think... Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm no allowed one, one basic no thing in this that. episode, all right? And also, they're just not good films. I can't let Paul have it all. I've got to balance it out. See, I'm disappointed with your answers. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, no, actually, I'm going to take that back because I said answers. Cameron, I'm disappointed mm. with your answer. Yeah. yeah, I think saying a whole feast is a lazy answer. Look, just because just because you didn't think about it doesn't mean it's lazy, okay? <laughs> no, because I did think like naturally no, I wouldn't have thought about it cuz it's Harry Potter. Because when it comes <laughs> to like good movie food, like my initial go-to's if it was like animated is always like Beauty and the Beast where it's the weird gray stuff, but they always look so happy about it so I want to know how it tastes. Or like Marie Antoinette, where it's just like loads of French fancies, and you get to like live it up yeah. in the, like the palace I did think of Versailles. Chef, like the food truck. Yeah, Chef. Yeah, Chef was a really See? good like, shout, but or like Goodfellas when they're cooking like the pasta sauce and they're taking so much care over it and they're chopping not... the garlic that's... with a razor blade. Not I've not seen some films. I'm not a fan of pasta, to be honest. So. I mean, that's your issue. It's the last day, so uh, I mean, intolerances aren't going to flare you, up. Goodfellas is actually such a strong answer because there's so much in there kind of about food. And also in The Irishman as well, there's a point where Joe Pesci is making a salad and he's just laying on the olive oil and he just keeps going and going and going. I wouldn't mind a bit Glugs of that. I wouldn't mind a bit of that. That's, that's actually is a good answer. Actually. Well, we hope you enjoy oh, your like... ratatouille cooked by a rat. <laughs> Yeah, I will. Because I'm like, even Hook with the weird plasticine sounds more interesting than Harry Potter. I would have settled on the pancakes from Uncle Buck that he makes. Like, they're huge Mm. and they're offensively large because I'm just, it's a point of gluttony and I don't have to care about it. But no, it's okay. Harry Potter's feast. All right, I'll I'll, I'll give you chef. Literal ratatouille. What about about Matilda's pancakes that she kind of makes? Yeah, Matilda's pancakes. There you go. Hers are normal size. That's why I went Uncle Buck because they're huge. Any, what about any dish from like a Studio Ghibli movie? Oh, Oh. um, any dish. But the the one that that came to my head and I think ever since I watched it as a child, I thought this looks so delicious. Is the rice, egg, and bacon that Mulan eats? Oh, the congee. That looks incredible. I and it's I, like a happy face. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? I do. I yeah. yeah. So I think then 
in conclusion, we can all agree that cartoon food looks way better than real food, yeah? I would agree. I would agree on that. Cameron doesn't agree. Unless clearly. you want a medieval <laughs> medieval feast. The winner of today was food. There we go. <laughs> there we go. And that's what we can take away from it. There were no losers today apart from... Apart from Paul's parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, slightly awkward. Okay. What film scene would you want to reenact on your last day uh, and with whom? So you could take any scene, whether that was a fight scene, uh, a dancing scene or whatever, and you you would have all of the set or whatever it was, the scene. You could have whoever you want playing whichever different parts and you could reenact it on, on your last day. You could play whatever character you wanted. I I would go to the scene in Titanic where Jack is in the water and Rose is on the door. And I would get on that door with Kate Winslet <laughs> and tell her that there's definitely enough room for two people on it <laughs> and survive and be completely fine with it. So you'd have an exactly the same size door in the water just so you can prove that, like, this wasn't a problem. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Kate Winslow would be like, oh, there's not enough room for you. And I'd be like, you're having a laugh, mate. Have you seen the size of this door? (laughs) I feel like this would only bring more production value to to the film if all of a sudden Leonardo DiCaprio went, are you having a laugh, love? (laughs) Have you seen the size of the door? Um, Is there space for him on the door? Yes. But would the door still float with a ballast of two of them on it? No. If they distributed it right, it probably would. Yeah, of course they would. No. It would. Not. It the would. only way to find out is for you Not. to reenact this uh, on your last day, right. Adrian. So there you go. Let's go. Yep. Fine. Right. And, and if it comes to it, then Kate Winslet's probably had a better life than me. She's won Oscars and awards and stuff. I'll keep the door. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's fulfilled her potential yeah she's fulfilled her potential I still have a few hours left to fulfill mine oh gosh Kate if you ever hear this if you see Adrian coming at you run or just float away on a door with a door swim, swim away <laughs> paddle just kick a bit guys gosh. you've been an absolute delight um, there's been some um Controversies, can we say? <laughs> For sure. There's been t- there's been times where, like, if you guys were to tell us that you're uh, splitting up the band, like, I don't think Rochelle and I would would be surprised <laughs> in any way. Um, and I feel like the next ten questions that we're about to ask you may or may not drive that wedge deeper into your souls. But we're gonna do it anyway because that's just the kind of people Yay. that we are. You know how you said this was an audition? Is it for you to replace one of us in the podcast? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Divide and conquer. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to uh, get my hopes up, but um, the way that Paul started this uh, conversation by saying, uh, I feel like we would get on really well. I think I've got pretty good chances. <laughs> it's going to end up being a film podcast with Paul and Adrian <laughs> in The Last Day on Earth with Cam and Rochelle. <laughs> This is going to work out great. Yeah, glad we did this, guys. <laughs> Would you rather live your last day in the Harry Potter universe or in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Marvel Cinematic. Marvel Cinematic. Yep. 
as long as I'm a hero, not a bystander, then yeah, Marvel. You're actually a lamppost. You're a little <laughs> <a> lamppost. <laughs> Would you rather have the number one podcast in the world together or win an Oscar on your own? After the zombie uh, question, I, I think I know what Cameron's uh, cutthroat answer is going to be. Um... <laughs> Drive that wedge. Drive that wedge. I'm putting podcast. <laughs> podcast because we have such big film ideas the podcast will fund that so number one podcast in the world um i agree i did i did for about five seconds fleetingly consider the uh the Oscar, <laughs> but... <laughs> you and your five second fleeting moments <laughs> um would you rather fall in love with a disney character or with one of the avengers um Avengers, and I already know which Avenger as well. Mm, Avengers. Is it Thor? You have, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's, is it going to be awkward? Is it the same Avenger? Uh, probably. I, Scarlett Johansson. I'm sorry. Just that's yeah. Scarlett Johansson. I has always as a long term thing for me. Um, my go to kind of fusion movie crush type thing, like actor actress crush. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Black Widow. Cameron, same one. Um, yeah. Wanda Maximoff, but I've been watching Wanda Vision, yes. so all on board the Scarlet Witch train at the moment. Go on, Rochelle. I'll let you answer it as well. Me? No, the other Rochelle. Uh, Groot. <laughs> Groot. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Thor's hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be on the? Titanic or stranded in space? Oh, stranded in space for sure. Yeah, yeah. I hate water, so space. <laughs> space, space, absolutely. And then if it was with Cameron, then we could do sort of like a gravity kind of George Clooney, Sandra Bullock thing. Um, yeah, all day. So it's gone straight back to a weird space break. <laughs> Cameron, if I invite you uh, to sort of an Elon Musk SpaceX event at one point. Uh, <laughs> Be wary. Yeah, be I'll wary. Send, I'll send Adrian instead. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because uh, this uh, next question could also Gold. be... Yeah. I'm just going to say, guys, this is my magnum opus here. Wow. <laughs> In terms of question writing, wow. would you rather be a cast member on Magic Mike or one of the Mean Girls? <laughs> <laughs> um... Magic Mike, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. I dancing with uh, with Channing Tatum, as in like as one of the other male dancers, not you know uh, him as a lamppost. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, as uh, as one of the dancers. Yeah, I mean, if, if it means I'm ripped, then yeah, Magic Mike. No, no, no. It's it's as you are right now. Oh well, I mean. I can be Magic Mike because no one's going to come and see that. So Magic Mike. I would, Cameron. You're beautiful. Be, they'll be... You're beautiful. The dance would be amazing. <laughs> I'm concerned. I'm sorry for Rochelle just had a five second note. fleeting moment. <laughs> Gosh. Would you rather eat overly salty popcorn every time you go to the cinema or never eat popcorn again? Never eat popcorn again. Is there such thing as overly salty though when it comes to popcorn? Yes. No, I don't think so. So I think I would. I, I love a bit of salty, salty, salty popcorn. So. Uh... But imagine, imagine, you know, when you get toffee popcorn where it's coated in sugar, mm. 
imagine if it's to- coated in salt instead. Yeah, maybe that would be a step too far. Maybe that would be a step too far. Oh, so there is a step. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, I was thinking just like really a bit too salty. They put like an extra kind of cup in there, and but the average person might <laughs> a whole cup of salt. <laughs> but I think I'd be, I think I'd be alright with that if it was co- coated. Then yeah, no, I, I'd forego popcorn forever. But... Would you rather be the Hulk but you're really weak, or be Tony Stark but you're broke? <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark. Because at least I'm a, well, yeah, Tony Stark, absolutely. Broke Tony Stark. I don't mean yeah. to be contrary, but I genuinely my, my 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 instinct was to go with the Hulk just because you wouldn't need the strength because you would have the intimidation just by in virtue of being that large. Um, so yeah. Yeah, but then I could just come and push you over. Yeah, you know, if you if you if it would be very intimidating if like some like broke guy just goes boom if, and you if, fall over. If you, if you, like it would have been it street crash. No, no, up, but that would be if you knew. But I would intimidate you in such a way, assuming that you didn't know that you wouldn't even. But try I'm a it. genius. Tony Stark is a, is a bona fide genius. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the genius so, part. Yeah. See, for some reason, I didn't imagine you as Tony Stark. Then I still imagined you as one of the cast members it's on Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> He's in danger of being typecasted here, you know. It's... Would you rather star in Star Wars films as a background character or be a lightsaber that sounds like Cardi B? I'll star in the Star Wars yeah, films as a background yeah. character. That last section of the question was just an insult to Star Wars. Um, <laughs> uh... Not to Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> um what what particular sounds are we thinking here that the that the lightsaber would make the Cardi B sounds? Stuff like that. We come to the last question, and I feel like this is the most important question that you will probably be asked ever. If you could save one film and only one film for future generations to watch what film would you save if you say arrival i'm genuinely i'm going to say arrival and let me explain why what? let me explain why okay so so let me explain guys all you all need to just calm down and just give me 30 seconds here just to just to pontificate so so Arrival is a deep meditation on the human condition and the reason it's a deep meditation on the human condition is because you have a character who is fully aware of the suffering that is going to ensue when bringing life into this world and nonetheless she chooses to there's, chooses to do the same there's a, there's like an allegory here with with kind of Eve this idea this this terrible choice that has to be made where you know there will be suffering you know you know but but there will also be the the meaning and the joy that comes with being human and I feel like that captures humanity so beautifully and so you know if there are anything that i would want people to meditate on in the future if they only had one film it would be on this idea that that life is full of suffering and difficulty but also um given the choice one should still choose to live because of the the beauty that also is attached to life um you can wipe away that tear now uh rochelle i could i could see it forming that that um that tear at the can i just say Everyone looked so bored. No, you didn't. No, No, and I stand by that choice. And um, and so yeah, you can all just uh, back off and um, uh, and just yeah, accept that. I'm sorry. Are we on a podcast or at a TED talk? (laughs) (laughs) I, I, you know. 
I've just noticed that Adrian started speaking, so I unmuted Paul. I don't know what he said because I already knew it was going to be rubbish. Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, that, that's a tough question. I, I mean, I would, I would, obviously, like, part of me would always say a Lord of the Rings to Two Towers, but, or The Dark Knight, but I'm not going to. I'm actually going to go say um, Eye in the Sky. That is an unbelievable movie. It's massively underrated. Um, Alan Rickman's last performance, Helen Mirren. Um, you've seen that, Rochelle? I've seen that yeah, one too. you have, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's about war it's about the ambiguity of war the moral decisions of war um and it made me question myself multiple times in the movie it is an outstanding piece of storytelling and writing and alan Grimm's performance in the very end is just i mean it's alan rickman of course it's amazing but yeah for me i would i would i would save eye in the sky because it's so profound and it would teach people who see it so much about themselves and the decisions they make and why they make them i mean arrival would do that same job but better but um but never mind so, <laughs> so that's okay i mean thank you thank you both for your um your ted talks <laughs> the correct answer was space jam <laughs> thanks for playing anyway <laughs> said no one ever we, we we're going to end this call and then we're going to start up another one and kind of unpack uh, everything that's happened here together. And, and, yeah. What the heck was that, man? What the heck was that? Why did you say that? <laughs> you liked my wife? I'd like to believe that we've facilitated some form of growth and bonding. And I'm going to take that win and move on with it. But I guess before we leave, is there anything that you two would like to plug? Absolutely. Critics on the bus, 100%. You can just find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Anchor FM, <clears throat> all those wonderful things like Instagram and Facebook. Listen, like and share, please. It'll really help us out. Um, and thanks for Last Day on Earth for having us yeah, on. Yeah, thank you very much. Wonderful. Been fun to host the Falling Apart for Friends. <laughs> thank you. Please don't forget to subscribe, give us a lovely review and a five-star rating. If you would like to get in touch with us, email us at lastdaypod at gmail.com or follow us on the socials at lastdaypod. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you.